It's time for today's episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast with your host, you know him best as the flying biscuit from the WWE and America's recruiting guru, Dan Tudor. At some point during the recruiting process with every one of your recruits, it becomes important to move them through the cycle, to see them go through the process, whatever that process is within your program or at your campus. And the trick then becomes, how do you do that while they're also receiving all this attention and information and contact and love from other coaches competing with you at other schools? How do you get them to keep going through the process? Well, that's what one coach brought to us as a question. Uh, she is a client. We get to work with her and her program. So it, it gets a little bit easier to answer these questions for her because she's doing a lot of the stuff behind the scenes that we know from a scientific and research point of view works, but it still is helpful to maybe listen in on this conversation we had as she goes through the the challenge of getting commitments from kids who seem to be close, but how can she be sure? And so that's the conversation we had. I wanted to bring it to you. Listen and learn, coach. So I have a couple that are like, okay, we're like, we're ready to be done. Uh, we want to sign. And then there's a few that are like, have in this past week, I feel like, I don't know if this is like a time when people are like, oh my gosh, but reached out to me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm getting some help from up above. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're just doing but, a good job of recruiting too. I don't know. But um, anyway, so that's kind of, it seems like I'm like here and here, the very beginning. And then like almost done with a few. So yeah. I guess some guidance there. Um, well, so I think the big thing, the, the question that I would have is where are you at with the parents of those athletes? Like in my relationship with the parents? Yeah. And I only ask that because by the time we get ready to ask for a commitment, then um, obviously she or, or you know any, any athlete's not going to make that decision on her own. Probably right. Um, right. because there's the financial part, there's all these moving parts. And yep. what a lot of coaches find out at the end of the process is, well, what they'll hear from the athlete is, you know what? I, this is great coach. Thanks. I'm really excited. I just need to now talk to my parents about it. And then that sort of that feeling of dread comes over the coaches like, oh my gosh, what I, what are their parents going to say? I don't really even talk to the parents. And yet we know just from research, how integrated they are with, the decision and the process mm -hmm. and everything. So, yeah. So I just was asking like, what, um, yeah. Where are you at with, with the parents? In yeah, your answer, like if you had to, to grade yourself. Yeah. So the girl that's coming to visit, she, both of her parents were with her on her visit and they were very involved in the visit. They asked a lot of questions. Cool. Um, so that was about two hours spent with them in person. The other, I think two calls that I've had with her, it's just been her or I, but I, at the end or during the call, I always ask like, if your parents are there and they want to listen, if they want to participate, if they ever have questions, they can call me, they can email me. So I've always tried to like open it up so that the parents have my information and they can be involved in the call, if that makes right. sense. So and, and, sorry, go just, ahead. Yeah, it's okay. Real quick. I would, the little language tweak that I would make is, and I love that you're doing that, that opening that up, I just go a little one step further, which is 
uh, hey, is your mom or dad there? Uh, I, you know, have them get on the call, or if it's at the end of the call, hey, it, before we hang up, is your mom or dad there? I'd love to just say hi to them. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. It's coach. Um, yeah. Uh, um, so here's what I just talked about with your daughter. Here's what we went over, and you know, whatever it is, not not even if it's an offer, but just anytime you have access to the athlete, the um, the, I think the parent is such a key driver, especially in your sport, especially when you're not talking about full ride necessarily athletic scholarships, right. but there's going to be an element of, of, you know, family payment participation okay. involved. And you showed me that Excel sheet with all the recruits laid out, yeah. which is great. And immediately what I went to was, does she, does she have the parent's cell phone number? And I don't think oh. you did. Or, no. and also, and also the address, because there's going to be, there's going to come yeah. times when I, as the coach, want to develop the relationship with mom and dad. And um, I need another way to contact them that might be a little weightier. And usually what we find is the parents who receive something in the mail, let's say from you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the perfect example of where this could play out, but just that that kind of stuff matters. So like when you make these verbal offers, what I would strongly recommend is following it up with the same exact thing you told them on the phone, whether it was just the athlete or the athlete and the parents, um, I would put that in writing and restate, you know, what we like about the athlete. You know, as I said on the phone, here's the offer, really excited. And anything else you want to add, but to have that show up a day or two or three days later in written form, there is a weightiness to it that um, really gets a good response and kind of makes it more official. Uh, mm -hmm. And if you, you zoom out bigger picture with this generation, so much of what they experience in communication is is so fleeting, temporary. So I'm scrolling through, you know, effortlessly all the different social media stuff I'm on. I'm texting back and forth with people and I don't remember what I even said to them two or three days ago because it's so much. Mm -hmm. And when something in writing shows up, it 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 stops everything because it is now so unusual to receive anything on, on a piece of paper. Right. Um it you know it stops, it gets passed around, it gets read, reread, it becomes sort of more official than just something electronic. So that's why I bring that up because I think that could be okay. a you know, a big yeah. added thing. And the last time you and I had had a call, I had gone through and all of the ones that I like have at that point had been in contact with. I just got all of their addresses. Nice. I just haven't added to the okay. document, awesome. but that, that like for the girl this week, um, the one that I'm going to do an offer at. I'm doing like a Microsoft Teams, like a visual yeah. kind of like yeah. this. And I, I told her that her parents are welcome to be there on the call. Um, and I assume they will. Yeah. And then, um, and then that's, that was a, I've never really thought about that, but then sending them something in the mail. And when I yeah. do that, like verbal offer, do you typically say like, take some time to think about it? Um, or do you like wait for their response? What's the best way? What would you imagine me saying as the answer to that question? Hmm. Well, I think probably wait for their response. Well, no. <laughs> there's okay. a 50, 50 shot. So, okay. so yeah, no, I'm actually, I think you got it right. So okay. the, so wait for the response because if they're ready to, um, I was thinking a wait of your response in terms of like, give them more time, yeah. but, but, 
the reason I want to get their instant reaction, and the reason I think it's great that you're going to do it through you know any kind of visual communication, is I'm looking for body language. Mm-hmm. Are there smiles? Do they look stressed out? Do, do the athlete and dad smile, but mom's sitting there with her arms crossed and right. like, you know, um, you just, you get so much of like yeah. what, what that is actually is going on behind the scenes. So, yeah, I want to, I want to know what is it that there, what's that sort of snapshot, that instant reaction and also I want to do something very practical, which is open the door and let them um, and let them commit. So they may be going into this call. You have an athlete that's going into this call, perhaps that is already decided she wants to be there. You're the coach, but it's hard for an athlete to come out and say before the call, Hey coach, just FYI, before we talk, I want to let you know, I want to commit. So if you want to ask, I'm going to say yes, but just, you know, I'll, <laughs> they don't do that. Right. They, right. they, they hold it close to the vest. Cause I don't want to embarrass myself. What if she doesn't want me? It kind of swings over to the other side of that pendulum. So I want to open the door often when, and there's no, there's no, uh, nothing wrong in doing it multiple times over, you know, the course of time asking for a commitment because, I want them to see that you want them, that you're still interested, that they can commit. Um, and they say all the time that they need that because it's hard to do what I just described. Hey, coach, I'm going to commit just whenever you want to ask me, I'm going to say yes. They just don't do that. So that's, yeah. that's how I want to take that approach. Okay. Okay. No, that's really helpful. And um, it'll kind of also prepare me for the other one. I said, there's probably another one here in the next couple of weeks that I would like yeah. to offer as well. Yeah. Um, and, and, and on that note too, either. well, and so there, there's a to do, you know, to, to yeah. talk and get to know the parents a little bit. Yeah. Cause what we find is that the parents are now, you know, they had the reputation, let's say 10 years ago of the helicopter parents and the parents right. are doing all this stuff and they sort of got this bad rap and, and so now we've sort of seen them pull back and say, okay, well, I'm not going to be that parent that is right. involved, but yet they're still as involved. They're just not right. out in front. They're doing more stuff behind the scenes. They're whispering in their athletes ear. Yeah. And so that's why I think it's important that you like create the relationship because for instance, if you called the house at some point and, um, you know, you were talking to a parent uh, or you had the cell phone of a parent and you call them without even calling the athlete and just go and say, you know, Hey, it's, it's coach tutor. Uh, love that you jumped on the other call, but I just want to take a second. If you have a few minutes that I want to answer your questions, because I've talked with this and this and this about, you know, with your daughter and, you know, I really like her, but what questions do you have? And just, I want to give you the, the chance to sort of get to know me and ask me questions a little bit. If you okay. just did something simple like that, let me explain what's going to happen. You're going to be different than 95% of coaches all over the country that are recruiting, number one. Number two, the parent reaction to that is through the roof because what have you done? You've sort of said, hey, you're important in the process too. I want you involved. Your opinion matters. And again, I'm comparing that to like the helicopter parent. You know, they, they sort of have this, this – right guilt complex and like, I don't want to overstep my bounds. Well, you're saying no overstep. I want to hear what your, what are your questions? What do you like about our school? What, what are the big question marks you have? And you take 15, 20, 30 minutes to do that. That is such a valuable investment of time with that family because 
number one, you get a feel for where is this going to go. Number two, now you can text or call them anytime knowing there's a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, you know, and down the stretch, if you need to contact them, again, it's more comfortable doing that when you know them. Okay. Yeah. No, that's helpful. Um, I'm trying to think. So making sure that I'm just building a relationship with the parents is kind of like a key aspect to winning, winning them over in a sense. Well, or winning them over. Sure. But you could also think of it more practically that it's just a matter of, you know, a lot of times in a family, depending on if it's, you know, a parent or two parents, whatever the family structure is, the athlete probably about seven to 8% of the time is making that decision on their own. And the other 92, 93%, they're either making it in conjunction with the parents. So mom and dad have to buy off on this too, because they're helping to pay for it. Number one, or, you know, mom and dad, I'm going to, I need their opinion on it. Is this a smart choice? Here's where I think I want to go, but mom, what do you think? So in both of those cases, I want, as a coach, I want to have a relationship with them so that they're feeling like, you know what? Yeah, I like coach. She mm-hmm. spent the time with me. She answered my question that, and no other coach did that. So that's a, that's a huge, huge, you know, deal. So I think it's, it's a very practical way just to approach recruiting yeah. overall. Okay. That's a really good point. So for the individuals that have like already visited, um, and I'm kind of like waiting to see how they're in the middle of like high school season right now. Right. If is is it um, worthwhile sending them a sort of a letter, like some sort of a letter? Probably not like an initial, um, as like I've already met them either in person or we've had a couple phone calls. If it is, um, what would that necessarily look like? If it's not, is it like another call with with their parents or? Um, cause I remember when I was being recruited towards like, before I got, I committed, it was almost like every other week that the coach was checking in with me, even for like 15 minutes. Right. Um, at the time it seemed like a lot, but I think it was way more probably than most people received. Right. So I don't know what is, um, recommended. I know these are very like elementary questions. No, 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 they're not elementary because what you're trying to do is balance like, okay, what, what do I think I know versus what's reality out in the market, if you want to put it like that. And also, um, I mean, you're, you're in the middle of developing your philosophy of how am I going to approach all this? So I think that's a very smart question. Okay. Um, So these are for kids that you, you have you've got on your list, you're, you're in some sort of communication with them, but you're not ready to, to necessarily offer them something. Yeah. I would say, I would say I probably have like four that I'm like ready. We're getting ready to offer, or they've already verbally committed. I have right. three or four that have either visited or we've had several phone calls and they have a visit on the calendar. Okay. Um, and then I have like two or three that were just beginning communication, which right. those would be sending them that initial letter. Coach, there's a better way to organize your day. Follow the tips from Busy Coach. Mandy Green's Busy Coach program helps college coaches manage their schedule, create better organizing techniques, and shows them how to get everything done in their day. If you're a part of the Busy Coach program, you already know how it's changed your career. 
If you aren't, go to dantutor.com and click on the Busy Coach tab to start getting free advice on how to make your college coaching career a less stressful, more successful one. I don't need to probably coach you up on phone calls, text messages. You've got that. I know you're going to do yeah. that. The power of written messaging in so that can be a printed letter doesn't have to be handwritten but right. just something that's printed sent you sign it a little ps if you want uh-huh. so a written piece or email those are the two areas where athletes have said okay you have through those mediums of of mail and email you can sell me that's a that's an appropriate way to sell me on the school and maybe something that if you sound a little salesy or weird on the phone, you can put in an email and I'm going to take it in, read it, reread it, show it to my parents, read it again. Yeah. And so that's my way of finding out like the why behind this. So there's the emotional part of making a decision, which is you calling them, having a great conversation. They feel they feel this connection. Oh, man, I really like Coach. She's so easy to talk to. And I love getting calls from her. Okay, so we checked the heart box on that. But now we know that even though athletes decide with their heart, they have to be able to justify it along with their parents with their head. Right. And so the written stuff should be, here's why you should want to come to our campus. Here's why you're going to love living in our dorms. Here's why a degree from our school is so important or so you know, valuable. And I would do it not just one all-encompassing letter, but let's just say you took um, you took the topic of you know why here's why you want to come to this part of the country and and this this school because it's right. a unique part of the country, right? So um, so and you're laughing because you probably get that question a lot, and you know that that's something that they have to figure out. So that's not one letter, that's not one email. That is probably, hey, I'm going to spend a little time talking to you about this. And you take four or five weeks and talk about and go over the location and what's around campus and what do our kids do for fun and what does our team love about it. And really break it down to um, to convince them or at least justify, here's why you should want to go here. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the, the, the head part. You might have to do the same thing with the degree at that school. So shouldn't I go to this really nice uh, division three private, you know, school, Mm -hmm. you know, in the state next door versus going, you know, going to this location with this school, I have to be justified. Like, why, why should I go there beyond just the sport? Why should, why should I, why am I going to like it? Um, What's the degree all about? Is it worth it? Is that a smart decision? Like those are the things that are, we find that they struggle with. So sending that written message is one way that um, that I can take that all in and read it. And a lot of coaches make the observation that you know they'll see through different software that they can use to track um, you know track their their outgoing messaging. Kids open the emails like six, seven, eight different times and read it, read it again, read it again, and. I'll point out to coaches that's really unusual because none of us do that in the adult world. Why are they opening the same email and reading it seven or eight times? Because they're taking it in and they're branding. They're figuring out what is the brand here? Do I want to be there? What did she say again? I think I remember it, but I'm going to read it again. So Mm -hmm. it's a very like active and, and uh, involved way of, 
of them taking in your message. Yeah. And that's why, again, I think that written message is so important. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. That's really helpful. So um, then that so after you've communicated with them, then that starts the kind of like breaking down of, um, Hey, this is special about you, Mary going into the specifics after you've had that oh. initial conversation and relationship. You can, you can, no, you can tell, you know, her what, what's special about her anytime you want. I mean, that could be the first call. Hey, I watched you compete. Here's what I loved just watching from the stands, like what I loved about you and enlist that. Mm. Um, or, Hey, in that email you sent me introducing yourself, I love the fact that you said blah, blah, blah. Um, or you got, you come from a great you know high school or club program. And I you know, love, you know, getting, getting, I heard great things about all the kids that come out of that program, like whatever it is, anything that you can personalize and zero in that you're not just going down a list of random names making sort of you know smile and dial calls you're you're actually there's a reason that you're interested in her and i mean if you remember back to when you were an athlete you probably wanted to know like well what do they like about me what mm -hmm. what is it about aside from what i'm doing athletically you know from a results standpoint what is it that they like about me and so anything that you can give them at any point, I think that becomes you know okay. more interested. In fact, I would say at the start, if you tell me, here's one thing I really like about you, and one thing I think you cool way that you would fit into our program is you know X. Now I'm I have a reason to be interested and listen to you because now there's some context for why I should want to maybe be there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. Okay. Um. Yeah, at this moment, I think that gives me some homework, some things to do. Um, do you have any, like, what What do you feel like with where I'm at with these, like, different groups? What do you feel like the best next step would be? Um, so a couple things. Everybody should get the same message. So we talked about writing messages. Yeah. I don't want you to think that that's too, you know, for, and you I saw, reviewed the kids that are on your list so far that you sent me. That doesn't have to be a separate individualized message for each one because I'm assuming you have other things going on in your life besides just coaching. You know, you might want to just relax when you go home once in a while, anyway. Um, and yet, if I'm saying every six to nine days, I need some sort of incoming message from you explaining here's why, here's why it should be here, here's why I should be your coach, what you're going to like about living here, whatever it is. Um, there's got to be an efficiency to it. So I would write the message with one, one recruit in mind. In other words, like pretend like you're writing to one person, but then have it and be casual enough in the language that you can then send it to everybody. So okay. everybody needs to understand about the area the school's located in. Everybody needs to understand here's why our degree is really great. Here's why being in this program right now with me as the coach is going to be really cool over the next four years for you. Like those are the things that, um, that I'm going to spend six to nine days, every six to nine days sending that out. And I want that to be to everybody. And I also think that what we have found works best is to take a topic, let's say location and split that up over four or five weeks. So in other words, I'm going to write a short email, um, or some, uh, another written message and send it out. And then about a week, six to nine days later, I'm going to follow it up. Hey, remember I told you a couple of days ago, blah, 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 blah. I, I thought of a couple other things. This is what it is. Um, 
hey, first another week or six to nine days goes by. First couple of messages that I sent uh, really focused on this. I want to completely turn it now because the other great part of our location is what our kids, what the guy, people on the team love about it. And here's what they tell me. And so, like, what am I getting from you? I'm getting the feeling like, wow, she's spending a lot of time investing, making sure I know what this area is like, what her coaching philosophy is, whatever the topics are. So I'm taking away, I must be important. Um, she's really interested in me because she's consistent and they measure consistency. And if I have those two things, first of all, I win. But the other thing that I get is I answer that key question for myself, which is the, the two big ones that we find recruits are trying to answer. Why should I choose you? Again, not what do I have at that school, but here's why I should choose you. And why are you better or different than my other options? Because most colleges and most coaches don't get into that. The stuff they get from admissions, um, as we'd say here in the South, bless their hearts. They they try, but everybody sounds the same. Every, mm-hmm. everybody's, a, everybody's a family. Everybody's going to feel connected. Everybody's going to have a great future. And so it starts to get lost. If you as the coach spend time explaining all those little micro topics to me, that stands out. It's something that other coaches, by and large, aren't doing. And I now understand, okay, that's why I should be there. And I can pass that to my parents if it's on email. About 40% of the time, it's usually the parent answering the email as the kid. So they're reading it anyway. And if it, if it goes to the home as a letter, then there's a written piece of mail that they do not throw stuff from colleges away. They just don't. And so my pure marketing mind says, if I can get something at that house in multiple pieces over time at that house, sticking around on the counter, up on the refrigerator, on the athlete's desk, <laughs> and they're reading it, rereading it, and seeing the, the logo, and I start to get familiar with something I maybe wasn't familiar with at you know mm-hmm. six months ago, and I feel like, yeah. okay, I, I think I want to go there. Yeah. So that's, that's sort helpful. of the, the, the why behind it. Yeah. Yeah, that's helpful. I appreciate it. Um, so what do you think your next step is as far as like from what you took away from this? Um, yeah. What does what, what your little to-do list look like? For recruiting, um, I would say that I think going a little deeper in my Excel, making sure that I have addresses and um, information from the parents as well, um, like their phone numbers. Um I think that it also looks like reaching out to the parents if I, or if I don't have their um, number asking the recruit, Hey, would you mind sharing your mom or dad's email or, and phone number with me so I can touch base with them. Which they're they're happy to do. We never get pushback on that. So that's easy information to get. Yeah. So doing that and then also starting to formulate some, um, not necessarily like certain athlete specific, but recruiting specific emails regarding yeah. um, the school and things like that. So I would say those three things. Yeah. And the big thing on when you're writing the message, make sure it sounds like you just talking and not mm-hmm. something that's very formal that you, you know, in that English 301 class from years ago that you right. learned, you know, advanced ways of, you know, writing a really, a really flowery letter. Yeah. We, do, we want it, we don't want it to be as casual 
as a text message, but we want a lot of the same elements, which is, you know, some run on sentences are fine. Um, you know, your little sayings or, um, you know, you can't duplicate, you know, exactly like a text message, but be, we're sort of living in that emoji world of communication. And so mm -hmm. the more that you can sort of put those concepts into a written message, I think is, is good, okay. which is just, again, casual familiarity, having a little fun, but still giving them good information. And, and most of all, in those messages at the end, making sure you're asking them. So let me know how that sounds. Did I ramble a lot or you know, just text me back. Let me know what you think, because that okay. gives the permission to say, oh, OK, I do. I would love to talk to the coach, but I didn't know it was OK to talk to her. But she just said it was so. Yeah, you can I get a response. Text, but... Exactly. Now, okay. now I can text her. Now I can reply to the email. And yeah, that's, that's all you know. very safe communication for them. OK, yeah, that's helpful. College Recruiting Weekly is a production of Tudor Collegiate Strategies, copyright 2023 and 2024. To contact the host, email him at dan at dantutor.com. Also, remember to rate and review our podcast right now. Plus, tell your fellow coaches about the show. And stay tuned for the next amazing episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast. <laughs>